gelato I brought back from Italy yesterday! Welcome to our Weep There Yet, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm your anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime schoolboy, Lee Harvey Oswald. Get that boy into a school. <laughs> I Get can't. him some better guidance. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Something he'll learn in that school is all the the similarities between Kennedy and Nixon. Fuck. Lincoln. Lincoln. (laughs) Let me... You know, President Nixon, who uh, freed all the slaves. I just just processed... I just processed all of that. Like, I get the joke now. (laughs) But... But I also... I don't know if you guys ever watched Oswald. It was a kid's show about an octopus. Uh, Was his... (laughs) Please so don't tell me. Also relevant. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, please don't tell me he had any relatives named Lee or Harvey, because that would be very bad for a kids show. Yeah, I don't think so. But <laughs> I also can't remember. <laughs> oh hey, he it's a, my. He had a a little hot dog pet named Weenie. Mmm. I thought it was going to be named John Wilkes Booth, but... (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) We dodged that bullet. Unlike two of our presidents. Ha ha! Anyway, today's episode... Oh Oh, no! no! (laughs) (laughs) Also, please, it's way more than that. (laughs) Well, I mean, two of them get... Well, how many? Two popular ones. I mean, Reagan got shot, but he, got he shot. lived. He didn't die from it. And then also, Teddy asked, Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt got shot bad. during his speech. And then Taft got shot. There was like another older one, like 18th century. Man, we're bad with history. Are you not Sondheim fans? Did you not religiously listen to the Assassins the I, soundtrack? I, You know, I, as a musical theater fan, have not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've never heard of it, so no. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is the like narrator. It's great. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> what are we doing here? We're uh, we're we're talking about a different assassination piece of media, <laughs> assassination classroom. Uh, this is a recommendation from Will Parsons. Parsons, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Thank you for your rec. Will we like it? We'll find out. <laughs> uh, we got a bad track or could, do you guys know anything about this show? There's an octopus. Okay. Yeah, Thing. I know it's popular. Yeah. And that's it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's more than our one-offs that we usually watch, so that's got good uh, uh it's a good sign. Potential. A good potential, yeah. Potential. It, it's got at least like a second season and a few like OVAs and stuff. So, mm. it's a good sign. It's not the Santa stuff. <laughs> I don't and know it. what that is. I don't know why you keep talking about it. <laughs> I don't Moving be- on. Uh, this show <laughs> came out in 2015, so it's also oh. a more recent one. I didn't think it was huh. that recent. I thought it was like 2010. Damn. Me too. Okay. That makes sense now, though. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The uh, manga is uh, as of uh, 2012. 
So uh, that's older, but the show itself is 2015. That's still pretty mm. young, like at least for manga goes. <laughs> then again, my uh, anime prime is 1993 to 1998, so uh, maybe that's me. Maybe I'm biased. <laughs> that's just you. That's just me. <laughs> Grandpa Brendan, what were the 90s like? Terrible! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Nothing good came out of them, including me. Uh, yeah, all I know about this hey. show... <laughs> all I know about this is there's a big old alien teacher that tries to get the students to kill him. That's about it. So. Sounds like a good good time, I guess. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, we are watching the uh, first three episodes. Let's kill some time and faculty. Murder. We love murder. <laughs> Yay! So the school chant at like pep rallies. <laughs> the uh, mascot is just a bomb. <laughs> Kill our teacher. Kill our teacher. <laughs> the mascot's just like a big hand with a knife in it. Oh, jeez. I mean, <laughs> knifey, <laughs> stabby. Good old knifey. I uh, mean, it's Japan. There is a knife mascot somewhere. There's um, gotta be. If you don't follow that Japan Twitter, like mascot Twitter account, please do. It's fantastic. There's literally a mascot for everything. It's amazing. I like the plane. I like the bowl with a snake wrapped around it trying to eat it, and it's uh, a mascot for like a travel agency. It's like, okay, that makes. Yep, okay. <laughs> sure, sure. That's a choice. <laughs> anyway, Assassination Classroom, episode one. Let's get into it. Woohoo! Opens in a dark, dreary classroom. Everyone, all the students, with their heads down, kind of just somber and just, uh, just really setting that mood real <laughs> up top, real fast. <laughs> and then we're getting cuts to something falling from space, like some sort of meteorite. And it cuts back to the classroom and pans around, and then we see like outside it crashes. And then we hear like a slithering, slimy noise, like running up the hallway. And I mean, we know what this show's about, so it's it's safe. Bet it's the teacher. And sure enough, bam! Kicks open the door and it's a big old yellow octopus lad with a big old smiley face on his head. Wearing the old school teacher outfit of like the teaching robes and the, the graduation cap. And he pulls up, pulls that, like, he just pulls in the, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> he jumps into the classroom <laughs> and everyone pulls out guns immediately. Like, clocks, uh... AR-15s, uh, AK-47, just like, not just little dinky ones, like, these are some legit-ass guns for a classroom. And they just start unloading onto the teacher, but we quickly see they're not bullets, like, they're not, you know, just piercing the wall behind them, they're like little BB guns. And, uh, teacher's just sidestepping, he's just rolling with it, just dark on his way through every single shot, and no one can touch him. He's just he's way calling- too fast. He's calling attendance while doing so. Yeah, he's calling roll, and he's like, oh, you're here, you're here, you're here, while they're just, like, aiming for his head and just trying to go at him. Finally, a bullet hell anime. (laughs) 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 Ah, God, I love bullet hells. And, uh, yeah, we find out after they all stop shooting and they give up and roll call is done, we see all the BBs on the ground, 
and turns out they're customized BBs for him. So they don't hurt people, but if he touches them, like his body, like like part of that body explodes and like his cells get separated and divided and all this stuff. It turns out these BBs were made by the government. So he already got the government knowing about him. So it's not that much of a secret. It's not just the school. So, and then we get the opening. And, oh boy, there's a, there's a lot of characters. There's like, there's like 30 some kids in yeah. this class. It's like, um, it's like My Hero Academia. Yeah. Where like all of the kids are in the class and they all get like almost equal time. Yeah, it seems like there's no real main, I mean, we do get like one main character, but it seems like everyone else doesn't get played favorites. It seems like everyone's going to get a little episode or two. But yeah. uh, doing the uh, dub-sub-dub I did, I noticed in the sub, in the opening, it gives everyone's names in Japanese and English. But in the dub, it's only shown in Japanese, which doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but okay. Yeah, that's not how yeah. it was in my dub. Oh, okay. The dub I watched had only the Japanese names, and it's just like, oh, I don't know who anyone is. And then I watched the sub, and I was like, oh, I don't know mm-hmm. who anyone is, because they went by real fast. So Yeah, it's not like you got time. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, there's like five kids each shot, and they go by. Anyway, uh, so after the opening, we get um, the teacher teaching English, which I always find funny in animes, because they're in Japan. But he's, it's, you know, it's clearly a school where they're trying to uh, assassinate the teacher, and they're learning different ways to do it. But they're also learning, like, grammar and syntax and math. So it is still a school. Mm-hmm. And... One of the students, yeah. One of the students points out, like, "Oh, hey, check it out! You can see the moon, like, in the daytime." And it's a big crescent moon, and this is when we get the flashback of just the moon fucking exploding, and like seventy percent of it's just disintegrated. And it's like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then the next Finally. day, like, <laughs> about time. <laughs> and the next Fuck day, the moon. Finally. <laughs> just kidding. I love the moon. She's beautiful. She's Sokka's girlfriend. And She's a queen. <laughs> and uh, My girlfriend turned into the moon. Damn, rough, that's buddy. rough, buddy. Uh, so it's the moon explodes, buddy. and then like the next day, the teacher shows up, and it's just like, hey, yo, I'm an alien. What up? I did that, and I'm going to do that to Earth like next March. So you better find a way to kill me. And she's like, oh, damn, the power play. Just laying his all cards out all on the table and be like, I'm this cocky, because you won't do it. And <laughs> you won't bet, <laughs> bitch. As uh, we see a bunch of like government agency guys, and we see there's one guy who's like the main agent, and I just call him Agent because I didn't bother learning anyone's name in this show. So we just see I yeah, kept calling him really Government Man, Government Man, G Man. <laughs> he hates Triangle Man. His head on the head of the front. Anyway, uh, the agents. Uh, he says the students need to kill the teacher. And it's a big secret, like, the alien's a secret. Uh, only the world's leaders know about it and this classroom of students for some fucking reason. And the students, or when he's talking, or I think it was when he's, like, introducing the alien, uh, one of the kids is like, we're going to be taught by this alien. And the teacher's like, what the fuck? How dare you? I am an earthling and I'm damn proud of it. It's like, okay, no. Uh, <laughs> you're definitely not human or from Earth, and you're trying to blow um, it up. That's we don't know that the government man says it's true. Like he's like, yeah, I mean, he's not lying. Like he's from Earth. 
But we don't know why or how. We just we just don't know yet. Yeah, like we've just seen that he gets offended when he's called an alien. So it's like, all right. And so while the agent's giving like an intro to the class, he's like, oh yeah, you guys gotta try and kill the teacher. And he's like super fucking fast. He goes at like Mach twenty, like at his top speed. And he loves grooming eyebrows. So good luck <laughs> with that. And, you know boundaries. Uh, and. <laughs> Apparently, the teacher requested specifically to teach this class, this class 3E. Um, and we get a quick little flashback of it, it kind of looks human-ish, like before the teacher had like a weird smiley face. But we it's all in shadow, so we don't get a lot of details. But we still see the tentacles coming off the body. And he's holding like a girl. And is this when this happened? Flashback when the girl in the class tries to shoot him and tries to... No. All right, my nose are fucking mess apparently, <laughs> and lit. Yeah, uh, so we get like yeah, the teach the teacher we know is like holding a woman. And she's kind of talking about no, fuck, that's at the end. Sorry. Anyway, how do you have my notes dude, from the end right I'm, now? Because I just said flashback and it's very vague. Sorry, I don't know what's happening today. I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> Uh, so I was talking about the flashback. What else is new? How dare you? Uh, we get a flashback of the teacher being introduced to the class. And then we come back from the flashback to present day. And we see a girl jump up and try and shoot the teacher when his back is turned. And he's like, what the fuck did I say at the beginning of class? No more guns. Like, you're just bad at it. It's very obvious. I'm much faster than the bullets. Like, it's a waste of everyone's Frankly, time. Frankly, it's embarrassing. Yeah, he's like, you're disrupting class <laughs> and my lesson. Sit in the back of the class and think about what you did. It's like, okay. So, she goes walking back. Uh, and then we go back into the flashback of, like, when they first get introduced. That's why my notes are a mess. Um, and the uh, the agent says, like, you gotta kill the teacher before next March or he's gonna blow up the earth. Also, if you kill the teacher, you get $10 billion. So, it's kind of like, oh, Cool. What about that whole blowing up Earth thing? I feel like that's more important than money. Yeah, you glossed over that that bigger fact. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you don't do this, you don't get the money. It's like, oh, shucks, and everyone dies. What's that last part? It's like, anyway. Huh? Can you repeat hmm? that? Hmm? What's up? Uh, so the agent's also talking about the teacher's like moods, how he's got the big smiley face, and it changes. like Not when he's talking, but it will change like moods. So, so when he gets like green stripes across his face he's being like real cocky and smug of like i'd love to see you try and kill me <laughs> like he's just very sure of himself and then we get a few other ones he gets like orange and has an x over his face when someone gets a wrong answer no he gets purple with an x over his face when someone gets purple. a wrong answer and an orange circle when someone gets a right answer uh and then God, we see it. someone just got a purple face and an x over it <laughs> how dare you and uh, we also get like <laughs> he gets like pink and sleepy after lunch. So it's <laughs> despite being a giant target and everyone trying to kill him, he's very expressive and like sh- can't hide his moods. Like he, I guess he can't lie very well. And they give all the students deadly weapons, but they're only deadly for the teacher. So they give them like knives that are like rubber and guns with BBs in them, but they're all made out of this like special chemical compound structure whatever do you want to call it that's only deadly for the teacher and i was wondering if they can't kill him how do they know it's deadly to him and if they haven't killed him how do they like how do they find this out did he tell them what's deadly to him or how to hurt him 
And then how do they know he's not just lying to them? I yeah, mean, he is. seems like a pretty, like, I don't know. He seems like a cocky guy in general. So if he's just like, yeah, this is what kills me, but you can't. Yeah. it's. I'd like to see you try. They don't also, re- since his main goal isn't to destroy the Earth, his main goal is to be a teacher. <laughs> uh, I think he is like, hey, let's level the playing field. As long as I can teach, I'll let you know how to beat me, but you best not fucking miss. <laughs> yeah. Don't you fucking miss. I, it's just weird how they're like, we have these special things that like, can kill him, but we're not going to go into any detail what they are. So it's just like, oh, you just have an element X, and you just mm-hmm. put it on all of these rubber knives and BB guns. It's like, okay. He's allergic to peanuts. <laughs> he just made some BBs <laughs> out of peanuts. Oh, it's fucking M. Night Shyamalan all over again. Why would aliens come to a planet that's made out of water? They can't. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, we're at lunchtime, and teacher's like leaning out the window. He's like, alright, I'm going to China. I'm going to get some takeout. See ya. And just explodes out of the classroom, because he travels at Mach 20. It seems like he's got no like He's got no scale. It's either he's standing still or traveling at Mach 20. There's nothing in between because he's always so fast. Mm. And while he's flying to China, he's Much a- like Sonic. <sighs> we can't faster, escape him. Faster, 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 faster. God. So there's always Sonic, just like always in the background of every episode. Just a little bit. And while and, he- uh, uh, Sonic is a constant in Anna. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our Lord and Savior and our mm-hmm. destruction. And while he's flying to China, he's also grading papers because he's so flat, fast, and it it's just nothing to him. So he's also like, they they point this out a little later episodes. He get he grades the papers so fast, he like starts doodling all over them and leaves a ton of notes. And they're just like, hey, like I get it, you're fast. Ease up on the doodles. Like it's a bit much. <laughs> and so we he uh, while he's gone, we see the students reflecting. Uh, that he's actually a really good teacher, and, like, all of them are really improving in their class. And this is kind of when we get uh, Nagas. I watched it, like, an hour ago, and I forget the name. Nagisa. Nagisa. And uh, is Nagisa is kind of the main character. It's probably the closest we'll get to a main character. And it's a boy with pigtails, which is a choice. And he also has really thick hips. It's yeah, I I looked it up. Apparently, it's like a running joke, or a few students will point it out, like how effeminate he is. Um, but it is a boy. Well, yeah, of course, but yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> He's but a- like there is confusion among people, just saying like it. What gender is this character? Yeah, I think it's because he's rocking those cargo pants, so it's real like real wide. Those pockets are stuffed. <laughs> Full of snacks in case you get hungry. Gotta gotta load up with knives and deadly peanut BBs. Yeah. Hey, you know what? To be fair, if any character did, like requires cargo pants, it'd be someone in this show. Like that makes sense. We don't need. Yeah, to, that's true. We don't need yeah, light Yagami and carry. Death Note with fucking cargo pants. Where's he gonna keep his potato chip? <laughs> Take a potato chip <laughs> and write and it. And I'll eat it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's we find out class E, class three E is like the remedial class. It's where all the bad kids go and like they expect nothing from them and they don't know what else to do with them, so they just put them in this remote class, like way up in the fucking mountains, and it's all the troublemakers. And right on cue, we get three bullies, bully-ish kind of characters. Uh, kind of pull Nagisa aside, and they're kind of like, hey, what do you know about the teacher? 
it's like, oh, it's taking notes, and, you know, we see, like, the notes are kind of, like, Deku-esque. Like, Nagisa's really, like, critical and like, uh, getting as much information as he can. And then we get this one, like, main dickhole bully. I'll just call him Die Job, because he's got, like, color, different colored hair, and he's just he's an <laughs> asshole. Uh, saying, like, all right, we're going to put you to use. And we got to come up with a plan on how to kill this teacher. And then uh, cuts back to the teacher coming back uh, from lunch, and he's carrying a giant missile with him. He's like, oh, yeah, I picked this up on the way back from China. They shot it at me. <laughs> Stupid idiot. And, like, just throws the missile away. And Nagisa reflects on, like, how much better the teacher is than him. And kind of saying, like, Nagisa might be good as an assassin because he's so unassuming and people pay so little attention to him. He's going to, like, just get by easily. And we kind of get a quick flashback of, like, an old shitty teacher of his kind of just, like, reaming into him and yelling at him and stuff. And uh, then we cut back to uh, the classroom. And uh, what is it? The, the teacher gives a poetry assignment saying they have to use tentacles in the poetry. I was kind of confused by this part because I'm not familiar with poetry. The, the ending line, the ending line has to be, I think... It was tentacles all along. Mm, okay. I wasn't sure if that was a reference to a specific thing, like a poem or something. I don't know. I, I got confused with I get He's confused an octopus with man. Why why else would he it be talking about It was a reference tentacles? to his tentacle. I don't I don't know. I don't know shit about poetry. I'm not going to pretend like I do. So <laughs> hmm, this it, bird gave me an assignment. <laughs> and it's, it's talking about a beak. Is that EE e. Cummings? Hey. It yeah, it has, the tentacles got nothing to do with poetry, Brendan. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So he gives them a sign that you have to write poetry and it has to end about tentacles. And everyone's like, oh, that's weird and difficult. He's like, do it. And Nagisa, oh, at this point, one of the girls asks, she's like, hey, teacher, can we call you something like by a name besides just sir and teacher? He's like, ah, I'm, my name's not something you really just give out. It's kind of like weird. And... Uh, this is That's like, how they get power over you. <laughs> He's a demon. I read Patrick Rothfuss. <laughs> Don't name me. You'll get attached. <laughs> you just have to kill it eventually. And uh, this is when we see a teacher start turning like pink and sleepy because he's got a full belly and it's after lunch. And Nagisa notices that. So Nagisa goes up to the teacher like holding his notebook. But we see the knife behind the notebook. Ha ha. He's going to sneak attack him. And right as he gets up to the teacher, he goes to stab him, and the teacher catches him like, oh, come on, Nagisa, like, you're better than this. This is so obvious. And uh, when he pulls the knife away, Nagisa gets closer and kind of, like, hugs him. And we see a grenade, like, fall out, like, Nagisa's wearing it like a necklace. And, like, the die job bully in the back is like, ha and, like, hits a remote and blows him up. And it's like, A, that's not how grenades work, but okay. <laughs> uh, and then we see... You know, there is an explosion. It was a legit grenade, but it was filled with... Well, it was like a toy grenade, but it still exploded with uh, the BBs. So, the bully was kind of betting on, like, the explosion won't kill Nagisa, but it the BBs inside will kill the teacher. So, I'm gambling on, you know, hurting Nagisa just to get the teacher. And we see the die job, like, run up while the smoke's clearing. He's like, haha, you were never expecting a suicide bomber. Like, he cut you still off guard. And we see Nagisa safe in this, like, weird gel, like... In cap encasement thing and it saved them from the explosion and we hear the teacher saying like oh that was his skin he sheds it once a month and he you know decided to shed it right now to protect Nagisa meanwhile the teacher's up on the ceiling that somehow avoided all the BBs and he's fucking pissed 
his his <laughs> his head is like pitch black and snarling, and like he's just super mad that the bullies, a f- classmate would risk the life of a fellow classmate in order to try and kill him. He said it was like a good tactic, and like it might have worked, but he's more upset about them trying to harm another student just to get to their goal, and he was yeah furious. So then the teacher just leaves the classroom and, like, flies around town. We see him just bouncing around from place to place and comes back and just drops all, like, the nameplates for their houses and, like, their address plates. And he's basically saying, like, hey, I can't hurt you because I'm a teacher and I promise I wouldn't. But I'll fucking kill your friends and family if you try and pull some I, shit like this again. And it was like, oh. I loved this power move. It was just like, like God oh damn. Oh, my God. He's like, I can't hurt you directly, but I can hurt you in other ways by hurting people you care about. It's just like, holy shit. It's like, yeah, he's he's a teacher, but he's still a monster. Yeah. And uh, this is when we get the brief flashback of the teacher without his big smiley head and a woman dying like in his arms and who wishes that he would be a teacher for 3E, like specifically teach this class. And that's kind of where we see like him making the promise to her. And, uh, like I said before, we don't really get a lot of details. We just see, like, the tentacles and a humanoid-looking head. And that's about it. So, uh, and then it cuts back and we see Nagisa get, like, a new new motivation. Saying, like, hey, this teacher ain't that bad. Maybe, you know, he cares for us and we can, like, work this shit out. And the girl from earlier is, like, unkillable. We'll call you the unkillable teacher. Which is, translates to Koro-sensei in Japanese. And that's episode one. Yay. Um... I like the ending song much more than the beginning. Huh. It's just like a chill jam. Yeah, it's a, it's much slower. The the opening is kind of weird. It's just everyone in the classroom like fist pumping and then like raising their hands. I like the. I mean, I don't like the song that much, but I like that it's like all of them singing. Yeah. But uh, that's about it. I don't like anything else. <laughs> about the yeah, it like not knowing the tone of the show going in at that point i was like this is a very weird choice of song <laughs> because yeah. i thought the show would be darker than it was and then yeah. i was like okay i get it it it's fun it's still a giant yellow octopus alien like it's still kind of silly yeah so in episode 2 which is called baseball time <laughs> which sounds fun it's a good time um, we show we are shown like a wide shot of the school, and then we pan down, and uh, Koro Sensei is reading an American newspaper. Hello, and he's like, "I'm American." <laughs> he's like, "Man, they're talking about the moon too. All anybody cares about is the moon getting blown up." <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think? <laughs> you made the moon blow up." <laughs> um, and uh. Nagisa and another student who's named Sugino are like hiding in the trees and they're like wow he's just over there reading a a newspaper he casually picked up in the US weird he's also got like a fruity drink he got from Hawaii yeah um and uh Sugino he has a plan to throw a baseball that's covered in what Koro-sensei calls anti-me bees (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and anti-me knives. Yeah. Um, so he tosses the baseball and he's like, I got this. There's no way, no way he can, he can dodge that. But of course there is because he's him. He goes a Mach 20. Yeah. 
and he uh, he pops up behind them and he's like, hey, nice try, fellas. Not quite. And he is truly a show off because he doesn't just dodge it like he could have. He uses his speed to go to the equipment room and get a catcher's mitt and catch the baseball and gives it back to them. I mean, he's like, good go. Good go at it, guys. <laughs> good hustle. Uh, I'm playing catch with me. <laughs> I'm so touched. Father, son, bonding. I'm your dad now. <laughs> I'm your space he dad. He would though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know they're in like the remedial class. They're not the greatest at like tests and stuff. But like this kid's dumb as shit. If he thinks a baseball is fast enough to hit him, but bullets can't. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I think he was just hoping that he wouldn't see it coming. Yeah, he just, he thought it would be much quieter and, you know, he wouldn't see yeah, it. Yeah, that was something he mentioned. Yeah. Um, and then it's time for class. The bell rings and he's like, see you in class, boys. Um, and they're just in class. He's teaching them some stuff. Um, and I think it's strange that he's, like, so passionate about teaching these middle school kids before he just obliterates them all. <laughs> I, like, what's the point? I love you, children. I want to, like, nurture your brains and, like, further your education. And then I'll kill you all. It's like, okay. Thanks, guy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, so they're in class and Sugino is, like, visibly, like, upset and, like, downtrodden. Um, and then it's, it's lunchtime. And, uh, Koro-sensei is like, well, I'm heading out. And they're like, you going to China again? And he's like, nah. I'm going to go catch a ball game in the Big Apple. <laughs> hey, yep. New York. Hey, young. Hey, I'm walking hey, here. I'm... Hey, 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 I'm Serena. flying at Mach 20 here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he lifts off, and uh, all of the kids are kind of talking about America and what it might be like there. And one girl is like, oh, I wish he would bring us souvenirs, like exotic snacks. And I was just like, what's an exotic snack from America? Pizza. Oreos. Yeah. I've seen there are like American sections in like supermarkets in like different countries. It's just yeah, garbage. It's not exotic to us. That doesn't mean it's not exotic at all. But it's not like good. It's all super processed, sugary garbage food. It's not good food. That's fine. What's America got, anyway? Pop-Tarts. Cheetos. Mmm. That's it. <laughs> Just those two things. <laughs> Just those two things. Um, and then the government man shows up to scold these actual children <laughs> for not being able to kill their teacher yet. Hey, dumb 12-year-olds, why aren't you better murderers? Come on, you've been doing this for two days. <laughs> Get a hold of yourselves. <laughs> the power of our military isn't a match, but come on. You kids are crafty. <laughs> <laughs> you got gumption. Isn't that enough? Spunk. Um, <laughs> so while he's while he's talking to the kids about it, we're shown uh, Koro-sensei at the baseball game, and he has a human disguise. <laughs> I hate it. And it's pretty good. I hate it. <laughs> It's. I mean, I think it's good. He's got. He's got like a fake nose on, and he's wearing a wig and a baseball hat. He's got gloves. <laughs> he's got gloves, but it's only two tentacles, like in the two finger ports, so the rest of the gloves like falling down. And every- his hands are disgusting. <laughs> we talked about his hands. Yeah, we've uh, only talked about his tentacles. Yeah, they are uh, n- very. They're too sexual. I'm gonna say they're very. Foul. <laughs> 
they're 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 yep. <laughs> like the fingers are phallic, and then like the palm is like a butt. All right, I don't. I don't. <laughs> just, I'm I'm putting it out there in plain language. He got a butt dick hand. <laughs> Dick butt. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna that classic meme. I'm gonna have to do a picture of that for the episode. <laughs> I didn't pick. Okay, oh, just um, edit edit dick butt onto Koro Sensei's hands. It's perfect. You know what? I didn't pay that much attention to him watching the show. Looking at him now, how it, could you not? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> this is yeah yeah weird. Um, but yeah. Let's move past this. <laughs> Let's stop thinking about his weird dick butt hand. Um, I will never. I can't. <laughs> I lie awake at night thinking of his dick butt hands. <laughs> I wonder if his dick butt hands are thinking of me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. They're only dreaming of destroying the earth and his students. What? Um, um, yeah, freezing. <laughs> You know what? He loves his students. He's thinking of his students, and his hands are thinking of destroying the world. Um, I'll allow that. Yeah. So, so he, uh, the government man is like reminding us, the audience, I guess, but also lording, uh, lording this fact over the children of just like, look up at the moon to re- be reminded of what's gonna happen to the Earth next year, and it's like we get it. Leave them alone. The stakes were pretty clear, dude. Thanks for yeah. rubbing it in. Um, so, <laughs> so Sugino is sitting outside again, all like dejected and whatever. And then Koro Sensei comes back, and he's like, "Hey, kid!" And that's when he gives him his baseball back. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, champ. Yeah, he's like really friendly. <laughs> he sits down with him, and he's like, "Hey, so like your throw is pretty good. Are you on a, a team?" And then uh, Sugino's like, no, I was on the school's team, but because of my grades uh, and I got into class 3E, I'm not allowed on the team anymore. And Koro-sensei straight up says, hmm, that sounds suspiciously like discrimination to me. (laughs) And I was like, oh my god. (laughs) Shit, you right. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Hot takes from (laughs) Koro-sensei. Uh, and Sugino is like talking about his pitch and he's like, I'm just not good enough. And he talks about how when he was on the team, his pitch wasn't good enough. So he turned into like a bench warmer and he just never really played. Um, and Nagi says sees them outside together, just like sitting there. And he's like, oh no, he's mad at Sugino for trying to kill him earlier. And then once he gets outside, Koro-sensei has him all like up in his tentacles. And I'm like, no, <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> not like this. We all knew it was happening eventually. <laughs> but it's like over as soon as it starts. He like puts him back down and he's like, just as I thought, you were trying to imitate the fast pitch of this guy that I just saw play. And I know this because I also tentacle handled that guy. <laughs> manhandled that bitch. He did. See, I was gonna write manhandled, but then I was like, tentacle handled i mean technically it's child handled or is it handled be for who's handling the thing or is it what you're handling is getting handled oh huh i don't know but anyway yeah, he my also, brain is not functioning at this level no <laughs> so Basic he also word <laughs> thinking about those, too busy thinking about those dick fingers 
Oh, they haunt me. How? How are they so weird? <laughs> they got a little nub at the butt crack. I don't get it. That's the taint. Uh, no! <laughs> if you have a knob on your taint, go to a doctor. Oh. I give up. I, I, Can I leave? Yeah, you guys. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I'm going to cry. You guys are going to make me cry. I didn't bring Ooh, it up. On. I just made it worse. You made it worse. Um, but he's trying to pitch like the so, pro player. Yeah, so uh, Koro Sensei says, uh, that'll never happen because your shoulders aren't as flexible as his. And Nagisa gets really mad yeah. when Koro Sensei is like, that'll never happen. Because he's like, what do you know? Don't don't dash his dreams like that. And Koro Sensei's like, I literally just meant that he'd never be able to pitch like that guy. I'm not saying he can't play baseball. And I was like, yeah, calm the fuck down, <laughs> yeah, Nagisa. Chill. chill your nuts. Um, and he's like, uh, you have other strengths. Uh, your like wrists and hands are more flexible than the other guy. So you should try and think of a way to pitch that's better for you. All right, kids. Bye. See you. And it's so sweet, and he cares so much about them. But I also just want to know why. Because, <laughs> like... He made a promise. You're going to kill them. Um, but they're also trying to kill him, so I guess it's a it's a give and a take. I mean, I care about my house plants, but I'm going to kill them eventually. <laughs> just because I'm um, bad at taking care of plants. Um, so Nagisa follows Koro-sensei in, and they're, like, having a conversation about, like, why he cares so much. And he's like, I. he says that. He says, I made a promise, and I want you guys to be educated. It's important. So he hands back Nagisa this graded quiz and <laughs> has a doodle of a tentacle wearing a bow on it. <laughs> and it says, for extra credit, give reasons in English why this tentacle isn't moe enough. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. And then Nagisa's like, Hey, maybe not. <laughs> no, thank maybe you. Don't do this. Can you chill <laughs> for like a minute? Um, and then, and then he gets upset about it, I guess, and he like starts eating his pen, which was interesting. <laughs> He's a very yeah. emotional, giant, murderous monster. Yeah. Um, and then Sugino and Nagisa are playing catch outside. And uh, Nagisa's like, nice pitch. And Sugino's like, thanks. I took Koro Sensei's advice and I've been trying to figure out a pitch of my own. Wow. Um, you got to wow. those kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Koro Sensei is shown making shaved ice in the same clearing of the forest that he was reading the newspaper in before. Um, and there are a bunch of kids in the trees, and they're like, did he really get that shaved ice from Antarctica? And they're like, who cares? <laughs> murder. Let's just think about that. Money and murder. <laughs> so they all, like, run up to him, and they're like, Koro-sensei, I hope you have enough shaved ice for all of us. And Koro-sensei is like, oh my god, you guys want to hang out with me? <laughs> I've never been this popular in my life. And then they all pull out their knives, and he's like, uh, of course. <laughs> what else would it be? Nice try. Uh, and he real quick replaces their knives with tulips that we saw in the flower bed of the school earlier in the episode. And then they all get sad because they're like, we just planted, planted these tulips. What the fuck? <laughs> We're we trying to murder you, seeds. but that doesn't mean you can murder our plants. Yeah, dog. We worked hard on those boys. We raised them. 
Uh, so then he gets real upset with himself, and he's like, "Oh God, I didn't know that." Oh beans, <laughs> oh beans, oh beans, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, Squiddy, um, you messed up again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he went and got them a whole bunch of new bulbs, and he's uh, planting them in the flower bed, and they're, like, instructing him on how to do it because they don't want him to be too harsh. They're like, hey, you have to go slow when you're planting them. And he's like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so dumb, I'm an idiot. I'm d- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Um, and Nagisa is, like, writing stuff down in a notebook, and the green-haired girl, who's always there, yeah. but, like, I don't know, we don't know her name at all. They've never said it. I've called her just name She's girl. also, name, what? She asked for his name, and that's the only thing she's done at this point of the show. So it's just name girl? Yeah. They're not good nicknames. <laughs> you're, no. you're not on your A game this week. <laughs> oh, I don't know what it is. It's too damn hot. Um, <laughs> It is fully not today. <laughs> they don't know that. They have no excuse. Don't call me out like um, this. <laughs> um, but so Nagi says, writing stuff down in a notebook, and she comes up to him, and she's like, hey, what are you writing? And he's like, I'm keeping a notebook of Koro-sensei's weaknesses. And Sugino takes it out of his hands, and he's like, thank you. <laughs> and he looks at it, and he's like, there's nothing in this. <laughs> and he's like, I know, but I'm just writing down. De- like, it says his height, and that he's lighter than he looks. And that, uh, that's, like, it. <laughs> like He sometimes gets, like, overly we- excited and, like, just not helpful things. Yeah. Weaknesses unknown. Yeah. Um, and they're like, this isn't helpful. And he's like, well, eventually something will be. I'm trying, at least. <laughs> what are you doing? This is a classroom. <laughs> I'm taking notes, goddammit. That's the point. <laughs> um, and then we are shown the government man <gasps> at the, uh, middle school proper not the uh, shitty classroom building that the uh, three E is in. Um, e class, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they're talking to the principal, and he's like, yo, I got my teaching credentials still. I'm going to pose as their PE teacher to see how they're doing. And he's like, that's fine. Um, sure, I, I don't care. What the <laughs> fuck ever. Uh, and uh, it's at this point, they say, like, the principal is in on this. But other than that, like, nobody knows about this octopus man. Situation. Um, yeah. And there are some kids talking shit about the E-class because it is supposedly full of, like, ruffians. Ne'er-do-wells. <laughs> uh, Hoodlums. Ne'er-do-wells, yeah. Your ragtag um, team of student assassins. Munchkins. Yeah. Um, and so Why? we hear students say that <laughs> as they walk by the government man. And then we get this, like, weird shot of, like, I guess the school mascot is, like, a nut. Yeah! Get that nut! <laughs> I, no. It's like an acorn. Yeah, I don't, I mean, sure. Um, and it's, I guess it's just to be, like, a joke because he's talking about, like, the school's goals. And it's like, we promote equality! And it's like, obviously, you don't. <laughs> and then uh, they flash back to the government man being like, eh, they're lying about their school's mission. Yeah. Well, he's kind of saying, like, they promote that, but if they have one shit class no one wants to go to, it makes everyone else work harder to not be in there. So it works well for, like, 95% yeah. of the student body, and then the 5% they just don't worry about. It's better yeah. to have a 5% fail rate that you're prepared for than everyone being a delinquent. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the government man heads up to E-class, 
and he gets there, and all of the students are just, like, jogging around, um, and, um, he's like, what's, uh, what's going on here? Uh, and, uh, green-haired girl gives him the lowdown. He's like, she's like, oh yeah, Koro-sensei messed up our tulips, so to punish himself, he tied himself to a tree, and he's letting us, uh, take a stab at him. <laughs> Literally. Pinata time. Uh, and he, yeah, he's tied up to a tree like a pinata, just, like, dangling there. And they all have sticks with the knives on the end, and some kids have guns, <laughs> but he's still, like, capable of, like, moving around, so he's moving really fast to, like, get out of the way, and he's like, come on, guys, I'm tied up, can't, can't you do this? <laughs> can't make it any easier um, for you. Yeah. As I'm um, still moving at Matt Mach 20. <laughs> moving around at the speed of sound. <laughs> um so all because of all this wiggling around at the speed of Mach 20 mm. uh the tree branch breaks and he falls to the ground and he's like rolling away but he's getting all tangled up in the rope and then he eventually gets out of it and he hops up to the roof and he's like what can't get up here jabroni <laughs> <laughs> and then he flies away get and good motherfuckers like, all encouraged <laughs> And all of the students are encouraged because they're like, oh, this was the closest that we got to him. Yay! <laughs> we have a chance when he handicaps himself for us. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! Um, and then the government man is like, wow, a bunch of kids obsessed with killing? Strangest class ever. You and it's like, this. you put them in this situation. This is your fault. Literally Don't call your them idea. weird because they're doing what you ask, government man. <laughs> they're, they're your paramilitary organization of children, Charles Xavier. Get off your high horse. <laughs> um, and then we're shown a dark room and these people are giving a student the lowdown about the teacher man. And he's like, haha, I've always wanted to kill a teacher. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. So that's episode two. Hella. Dose. So yeah, uh, we start episode three. Uh, the uh, new gym teacher coach is there, uh, going through basic, like, knife attacks with them. Sort of their, like, <laughs> murder calisthenics. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's a wound. It's a wound. It's a kill. It's a wound. <laughs> it's a gang to New York. Uh, <laughs> it's a good movie. Don't so, worry about it. Move on. Uh, so uh, the uh, uh, Koro Sensei is a little bit dejected. He's like, "But, but I'm their teacher." And and they keep uh, all the students are like, "Yeah, but you also don't know how humans can move." So like. <laughs> Could we have someone who knows our capabilities? Because we get a flashback of him like, yeah, just jump uh, back and forth. I like Mach 2. You can do that, right? <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> uh, so uh, all the students are like, hey, should we be uh, showing our techniques in front of the, uh, the uh, murder target? Is that wise assassinating plans? <laughs> uh, and the coach is like it's it's fine you can't do it anyway and challenges the students like hey if you think you're so good and your techniques are so sweet uh come attack me so they try and he's like see you're all weak pathetic babies you can't even take down a human how are you gonna take down an alien i'm sorry non-alien uh, octopus humanoid and he also says like meanwhile the teacher's so fast, he's already made, like, a scale replica of a Japanese castle, is in a Komodo, and it's already drinking tea. 
like within like <laughs> five seconds of it, them not looking at him. Uh, so he's like, yeah, it's not a threat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so as they're going through all their training, uh, uh, the new kid shows up. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. The the mysterious redhead Karma. Check that off the anime bingo card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, he arrives and is like, hey, I, I hear you're the teach. Uh, and goes up to greet him and shake his hand. And the teacher's like, oh, I've heard so many great things. I love you already. Join the class. <laughs> and as they go to shake hands, Karma had cut up a knife, an, an anti-me knife, <laughs> and uh, taped <laughs> it to his hands. Uh, so as they shake, uh, the tentacle explodes and uh, he tries to stab, but uh, Koro-sensei dodges out of the way. But already he is the person who's gotten closest. The first time they've actually injured him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He shook. So, uh, uh, he's like, hey, you're... <laughs> uh, Karma's like, hey, you're, you're a big idiot. You, you, you know I'm trying to kill you, and, and you let me get close, you big, you big octopus dummy. You big doof. Uh, so basically, he's uh, trying to taunt him and just get rattle him to his core, like emotionally, to like get his guard down, and that's sort of his thing for this episode. Uh, and we learn that Karma had been suspended for being too violent in vague terms, uh, and is now uh, being uh, sent to Class Three E as his punishment. Uh, so. Uh, they're back in the classroom. Koro-sensei is sort of dejected that he let a fast one get pulled on him. So he's just, like, absentmindedly punching the wall, but it's all squishy. <laughs> I, I really like this detail. I'm just like, it doesn't do anything. He's too soft. <laughs> uh, so uh, Karma is sitting in the back of the class, uh, taunting him even more. Being like, hey, he's all squishy because he's mad because I kicked his ass earlier. <laughs> and then when uh, Koro-sensei turns around, Karma is eating his gelato he picked up in Italy that morning. My gelato. He, he swiped no! it from the teacher's lounge. Uh, so he he's like, hey, no food in the classroom, young man. And tries to go up to take it from him. Uh, but as he walks past, uh, Karma set up a trap. Uh, some, like, mines on the floor uh, of the BB peanut pellets. And uh, they explode and, and cuts them up even more. Haha, <laughs> uh, you got home alone. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no paint cans this time. That's, that's a different episode. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, the teacher's like, trying to talk himself up, saying, like, I can't let him bait me into this. Like, I can't can't lose my head around this kid because he's yeah. he's definitely more he's violent, a wily one more violent and ready to murder than everyone else <laughs> uh so uh we flash to a different scene they're at the main school uh uh nagisa is the yeah. main uh, nagisa nagisa you know saying it not like an American idiot. Uh, <laughs> that's a thing. Anyway, don't wanna be an American. <laughs> uh, so uh, he's at the school, and we see two uh, or a couple bullies staying there, being like, "Hey, look, look, look at that loser from Three E. He used to be smart, but now he's 
dumb. And then Karma intervenes and and tells him to fuck off because they know he's super duper violent. They run away. Yeah, but he threatens them with a glass bottle first. Yeah, the one nerd is like saying, like, oh, I'd rather be dead than in class E. And and Karma just smashes a bottle. He's like, oh, I can help you out with that. And just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Put your money where your mouth is, bitch. Yeah, I really like this scene. (laughs) So good. Uh, So, yeah, uh, now that they've met up, uh, Karma knows that uh, uh, Nagisa has been taking notes. And wants all the dirt. Wants the lowdown. Give me the scoop. Uh, so uh, uh, Nagisa mentions uh, because he's asking what what's the deal with his octopus thing? Does he love it? Is he insulted when we call him that? What what's his deal with octopi? Uh, so Nagisa is like, actually, he's very down for it. Uh, he's real he, into it. Like, whenever he draws himself, it's as an octopus. He only plays octopus characters in video games. I don't know where they're playing video games together in school. I, but, I was uh, wondering that, too. Uh, but uh, Karma learns that he's, like, into octopi, and he's like, cool, awesome. Uh, it's his so, fetish. Uh, no. Eh, could be. No. Eh, don't kink shame. Eh. <laughs> I'm not kink shaming. I just don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> He's got. We already talked about his penis hands. We're not talking about it anymore. <laughs> Moving on. Next day. So, uh, the next day they're back in the classroom. Teachers comes in, all bright eyed and bushy tailed, and then there's a a stabbed dead octopus on his desk that Karma left, and he's like, "Ha ha! I'm gonna get to him psychologically." This is great. Yeah, in the uh, in this show about kids trying to murder their teacher, this is like the most violent thing that's happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the nastiest, like that's fucked up thing that's happened. Killing another animal to send a message. Yeah. Uh, so Karma's like, "Haha, take that!" Uh, but uh, getting a little bit pissed off and needing to show up this rambunctious jerk who joined the classroom. Uh, he. He runs away, picks up his uh, missile he found, uh, or that was shot at him last episode, and he uses the fuel from it to cook up the octopus and make takoyaki and be like, hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make you a tasty treat, you fucking jerk. <laughs> you think you can take me down? I'm using the power of the missiles that the government can't use to kill me to cook you a tasty meal, you shit. I'm going to kill this fuck with kindness. <laughs> You want to step up to me, son? You want to get up on my level? Let's do it. Let's play. It's like, you can be an issue. Play with me. <laughs> uh, you can be a problem child, but I'm here to teach. So uh, as long as I can teach, your pathetic attempts aren't going to do anything. And I'm a good damn teacher. I'm damn good at it. <laughs> uh, so we get a couple more montages of uh, uh, Karma trying to get the drop on him and Shooting him, trying to stab him, and all that stuff. But now that uh, he's wise to his moves, he's always on red alert and is ready to humiliate him in front of the class. Uh, with his quick speed, he paints Karma's nails. <laughs> uh, they're in a cooking class, and he dresses him up in a frilly pink apron. Uh, Yo, his nails were good, though. Like, they had a little yeah. takoyaki and, like, an octopus on it. Nails. Like. 
I liked I liked uh, Koro Sensei's outfit while they were doing home ec. Oh yeah, the little like he had the hairnet, but he has no hair. Yeah, <laughs> I love his hat. It's just a little detail. <laughs> it's so cute. He takes it very seriously. <laughs> he would be. He would love drag. Oh, uh, you know he's got just a giant closet full of costumes. Oh yeah. <laughs> That that's what he does on weekends. Teachers have lives outside of school, you know. Impossible. Mm. <laughs> His drag name is Octopussy. <sighs> hey, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Give it to you begrudgingly. Ah ha ha. Ah ha. Uh. Or or ooh. Go on. <laughs> this one probably won't be as good, but I just thought of it. Sepha Lapod. <laughs> <laughs> It's less on the Octopus. it's less on the nose, so yeah. it might work better. Anyway, <laughs> it's also probably not copywritten. <laughs> that true. Mm, yep. Uh, so uh, we get uh, Moody uh, Karma hanging out in the woods outside of the class. Uh, he's sitting on a log, hanging over a cliff, being all emo, uh, and he's like, or uh, uh, he's lamenting. Person. Yeah. What's that? He's lamenting and uh, Nagisa comes up. Yeah, he's lamenting, Nagisa comes up, and also Korosai follows out, and uh, Karma says, Hey, teach. Uh, Since you value teaching, now I know that that's most important to you. Uh, You'd never let a a student get hurt, right? And he's like, No, of course not. I'm a good teacher. Uh, So Karma's like, Haha, fuck you, and throws himself off the cliff. Uh, and he's holding a gun with the trap of he either jumps to save him and gets shot, doing his due diligence as a teacher, or he fails as a teacher and lets a student die on his watch. Either way, uh, lose-lose for, uh, Koro-sensei. Mm-hmm. The ultimate so, gambit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, as Karma's falling, he's like, huh, our life, our lives do flash before our eyes before we die. And this is how we get a very clunky flashback. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we get uh, uh, the reason he got suspended and sent to 3E was uh, uh, he beat up a student who was like mocking him for being poor or from a certain uh, shitty neighborhood or something. Yeah, and... we we don't really see what the other student was doing. We just see him after he was already beaten up. Yeah. yeah, the teacher mentions he was talking shit about, like, his neighborhood or something. just something about him being poor. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And the teacher was like, I value the student. He's a star pupil if his exams fail because of you, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and sort of uh, all of his teacher hatred is uh, targeted to this one teacher. It's also the same teacher that was giving Nagisa shit and Nagisa's flashback. And we saw a little earlier in this episode, it was a teacher that was on Karma's side for a lot of stuff, saying, like, I'll help you, man. I'll, I got your back. Like, I'll help you. You know, I know you're coming from a tough area, so if you ever need anything, come to me. And then we mm-hmm. get this flashback of him just laying into Karma and just completely being two-faced. So it makes it a little worse. You're really ruining this kid's future. <laughs> Didn't um, you think about the the rich kids and how they're going places? Why would you call him out for saying something like this? Now he's never going to get into a good college. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, so we get that flashback. We get his motivation. 
So as he's falling, uh, uh, Koro-sensei is too smart. He, he shapes his tentacles into a net and throws them under him so he can catch, uh, Karma without being in the path of the bullet. And, and he catches him. He's like, hey, I'm gonna keep you safe because I'm a good teacher. But this was a fucking dope move. <laughs> Props, my man. <laughs> Finally, you... Good try, dude. <laughs> You, Respect the you game. actually have a shot at killing me. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> uh, and it's very encouraging and sweet. And Karma's like, okay, I really gotta think out of the box. And we get a little moment where he steals his uh, coin purse from the teacher's lounge. And that's basically where we end. I like that uh, Koro-sensei also says, he's like, I, I like your attempts, and I like that you keep coming after me. But I also really like it because I keep getting to make you look beautiful every time. Because like every time he, there's a failed attempt, he's like combing <laughs> his hair, or like doing his nails, or like plucking his eyebrows more. So he's just like, I really like messing with you too. <laughs> but yeah, it's <laughs> yeah those three. are our episodes. Yeah. So. Nice, Sue. Are we there yet? Are Are we there yet? Uh, I'll say, um, as put off as I am by the design of this tentacle <laughs> creature. If he didn't have this hand, he'd be a perfect design. Yeah, if they were just, like, even going Less legit, phallic. like, octopus tentacles would be better. Yeah. But how does he grab the... He needs digits. He needs individual... He needs at least two fingers. I, I mean, and he has them, but why they gotta look like that? <laughs> yeah. but, but what about the balls? Nope. Stop Anyways, it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I really, this is a very fun, interesting dynamic mm-hmm. I have not seen in any other show of, uh, hey, this character is so kind, so nurturing, so sweet, and actually genuinely cares for these kids, but also it's his job to get murdered by them and coach <laughs> them into murdering him. And it's just such a fun like comical dynamic that has not been explored because why the fuck would it? <laughs> <laughs> who would yeah. have thought of this but i think this is just a really clever premise as sort of uh anime style of we just want a cool premise who cares if it makes any sense in mm-hmm. that sort of we're just gonna exposition dump episode one into why you're doing this sort of way uh, yeah. i do like this idea and i do like it is sort of setting up different assassination attempts every episode uh because <laughs> i we have to build from here uh so i would be interested to watch more and see where this goes oh i agree i'd never seen it before and it's I, I mean i guess it's not what i was expecting yeah this is not at because... all what i was expecting well, I mean, like, I knew about the octopus man, so yeah. I was like, there's no way that this can be, like, a serious drama Yeah, it's a death show. note edgy, like, super real. Yeah, but I just didn't know what to expect. Uh, I w- so I was yeah. very into it. Yeah, I was thinking it would be more of, like, a soul eater thing of, like, there's this big death is this big cartoony mm. co- colorful mascot, mm-hmm. but the actual story is beyond it. And there is, like, yeah. deep stuff around it. So I thought it was going to be, like, this is the headmaster of, like, a training school for assassins. And it is sort yeah. of just murder my hero academia. 
witch, yeah. but like not my, as self-aware or fun. My murder academia. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be a full school. I didn't realize it was just one classroom. So yeah. it changes stuff in. Yeah. And I don't know, I also kind of thought it was Gantz a bit. Like there might be multiple teachers or something. Like each classroom had their own teacher they were trying to kill. And then they kill them and next year it's just a brand new teacher. Like it wasn't that. Yeah, I thought it was just a training thing. Um, I think the thing that really sold me on it, like that really like caught my interest, was how extremely nurturing the teacher is. Like how overtly kind he is. And he wasn't just like, ha, try and kill me next time. See ya. It just disappears. Like, he went to New York and fucking manhandled a baseball, professional baseball player in public just so he could teach one of his students, like, hey, use your wrist a little more. So it's, yeah. I think that's really, like, at least for me, that's the selling point of, like, this is what makes it, you know, engaging. Because we, like we said, there are so many characters and we've seen maybe four of them talk or five Mm -hmm. or something. So it's not the kids that are really going to rope you in, It's, it's the teacher. Yeah, I I mean, there's a lot of media where, like, they try to do, like, the nurturing teacher thing, mm-hmm. but there's just something about this <laughs> that's, like, it feels different. Like, he, it feels like he really genuinely cares. I think because he's a dork, because he draws himself, like, as an octopus wearing a bow tie and stuff, and he gets so yeah. flustered all the time, there's something endearing of, like, he feels more human because he has, he messes up. There's mistakes. It's mm-hmm. not a perfect Yeah, character. and he, like... If they express fondness to him, he's like, oh my god. <laughs> you like me? Thank I'm you. so happy. And then they try and come. He's like, oh, right. <laughs> just like, <laughs> Still a good try, kids. Love, Love you. Yeah, because it all comes down to his motivation is, I don't care really about destroying the planet. I just want to be a good teacher. So uh, I, I think we're eventually going to get the rug pulled of like he isn't actually there to destroy the planet he is there for whatever this mystery woman in his past wanted him to do with training the class Mm -hmm. it's a ruse Mm -hmm. that's my prediction uh we have boarded koro sensei's ruse (laughs) (laughs) oh there's the episode title (laughs) well (laughs) let me uh let me write that that down down. (laughs) i think it's gonna be he's some weird scientist or they were messing with like interdimensional travel or some experiment or some bullshit it went wrong he got contaminated and mutated and then his wife or lover or whatever was his like co-scientist and she was hoping to retire and become a teacher of this class that she was in back when she was a kid and she has hope for those misfits that they can like come up from the rough and like do good and he promised her that and now he's just suicidal but he wants to at least finish his promise Oh my yeah, god! That's way more in depth than my <laughs> you, bullshit. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, you you went way. I think you went a little too deep there. Brendan. I watch a lot of anime. I mean, I trust well, this you. Seems that's more probably fun than it, that. But still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah, I'm interested in seeing what else happens. How many episodes was it? Um, twenty one. Yeah, but then like I said, there's two seasons, and then there's some like OVAs. I think there's a live action movie, maybe. So there's, there's like also what? a video game. Yeah, for like we said, despite being what 2015, there's already a lot of content for it. So it's like it's popular for a reason. Yeah, live action film was released in 2015. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just think about seeing those hands in live action. Oh God, I oh God. I looked at an image. This is no. Okay. No, oh thank no. You. It gets worse. It gets worse. No. 
It's worse. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's, why he? Why he? Why you do this? It's like it's like the why they worst do that? Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Uh, uh, the hands, no, we're done. Okay, that's our episode. If he didn't have the hands, everything would be fine. Oh, what was that other live action movie like? Hey, how much, um, how much, how much, uh, fan fiction do you think I can find of Koro Sensei? Oh, so much. All of it? Is that an option? Just all of it? How much, how much just lewd imagery? <laughs> it's. Anyway. We gotta end before we go down <laughs> we gotta this stop. path. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, what do we thank have you. going on next? And Will thanks, Parsons. Will Parsons. Yeah, thank you, Will Parsons. Thank you, Will Parsons. You broke uh, the curse. shit all over your show. <laughs> Finally. Uh, for once. <laughs> Uh, See, we can do it. And that's why we encourage you to send us stuff. <laughs> we don't uh, know till we try. Yeah. Uh, so what do we have going on next week? Next week is my pick. And it's Made in Abyss. And we're going to jump around a bit. We're going to watch episodes one, three, and five. So Hello. Yay. It's going to be interesting. I'll say that much. <laughs> Can't I'm wait. sure it will. <laughs> I know about it. Ooh, so. nice. <laughs> if you have a show you would like us to watch, uh, like Will, uh, you can send us recommendations on Twitter, at, uh, at Are We There Yet on Twitter and Instagram, or our email, uh, arewebthereyet at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo, and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo, as well as Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I do, and I'm going to record in about 12 minutes. So. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our art, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Watch those fingers. No.